This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Johnson defending. Carving his way. LeBron James puts in a beautiful fadeaway. First three quarters, he was terrific. He's been quiet here in the fourth. He dances and gets it out to Davis. Three bullseye. What a shot by Davis. Bridges will shadow him the entire way. Crowder is out on James. Shot clock at eight. Davis a screen. Wide open three. Good! LeBron with the final nail right there. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. At BetQL Daily on Twitter, download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast. You can also watch and listen live on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page, so make sure you are subscribed. And uh, check us out, iTunes, Spotify, or the podcatcher of your choice. Tell a friend, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvath. Uh, we hope to be checking in with Bobby Marks from ESPN in a few minutes on the NBA playoffs. And um, was there anything else, Horvy? as long as we have a few minutes, yeah. that you wanted to add about Grizzlies and Jazz? Like, like I mentioned, there's not a ton that I feel that uh, is too appealing here. 216 and a half rather it's 219 it, it was bumped up from 216 and a half in game number one I, I think that line's just fine the Grizzlies could hang around I I'm not sure how they're going to come out with the return of Donovan Mitchell so how healthy is he going to be how many minutes is he going to be able to log I, I'm not sure what to do with the side if anything if forced to uh make a pick I'd, I'd take Grizzlies in the points you would okay yeah I think if I, I had to I think I'd have to as well. I mean, that opened up at eight. It's nine and a half. I wonder if that continues. To, yeah, I, I mean, I could see them hanging around. I do expect Utah to win this game with Donovan Mitchell coming back. The thing that scares me off with the side here is, I mean, like we've seen it when Utah starts knocking down their shots, though, like in the second half, you could have a tie game and then they could just go on a 20 to one run. That's what scares me about Utah is they have four or five guys that shoot 40 percent from three. BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. We welcome in Bobby Marks, a guy that has been kind enough to join us throughout the season. Follow him on Twitter at BobbyMarks42. ESPN front office insider, spent 20 years in the association. And uh, Bobby, you do not need to be reminded, but I, I feel like we kind of forget. Um, Luka Doncic turned 22 three months ago, man. 22 but the story is all about these confounding clippers i didn't know what to expect going in and now we sit they're down oh two after two home games yeah and i uh and i, I mentioned it last night after they lost i, I mentioned that on the podcast with brian winhorst i don't i don't see this going back to la for game five i mm-hmm. i think i think dallas can win game three and game four and, and end this series i i just don't know how 
mentally tough this Clipper team is. And I know we've said that last year in, in the bubble here. Um, you know, if, if Ty Lue is going to use the excuse that, you know, hey, you know, maybe, you know, they are, this is a hot shooting team and eventually shots are going to fall, not fall if, if, regarding Dallas, I think he's setting himself up for failure because, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr., who's played really well in games one and two, has basically been Dallas's best player, second best player all season. And you know, this isn't this isn't something new. <laughs> I mean, he's played at a high level, and then you have Luca, where I mean, basically they can put Kawhi, they can put Paul George, they can put Patrick Beverly. None of these guys, mm-hmm. um, you know, have the ability to to guard him here. And um, yeah, it's um, it, it's interesting. You know, this is what the Clippers wanted, and this is what they get. You know, they're they're down two zero, and um, it will leave a lot of interesting off-season questions if they do not get out of this uh, this first round. Ty Lu, very calm after the game. You probably expect that, uh, at least to the media. He said, yeah, no, we're not freaking out. Things are fine. Still a long series. Mavs still have to get a couple more wins here. Um, but uh, as I was thinking about it, do they have a butt kicker on this team? Like, like who's going to rally the troops with the Clippers? Yeah, I mean, I think you would think it would be Patrick Beverly, but um, I think that that might be not the story here. You know, both George and Leonard are somewhat mild-mannered, so I, I, I don't see that. You know, it's, it's interesting. They went small um, in the game two, which I would have thought Ibaka would have been out on the court, played limited minutes. Um, we haven't seen Luke Kennard at all. Um, Terrence Mann finally... I guess crack the rotation a, a little bit. Who you know, kind of who's going to be that you know who's going to be that that third that third guy. Um, you know, we've, we've we've seen some Rondo minutes, um, Rich Jackson. Um, on paper, it looks great, but as you know, on paper doesn't doesn't do anything when when you get into the playoffs. Bobby, I want to take a look at the other team from Los Angeles, the Lakers last night, even up their first round series with the Suns, won a piece uh, with a 109-102 victory, and Chris Paul was only able to play 22 minutes. Are the Suns are the Suns going to be able to win this series or hang with the Lakers if Chris Paul isn't 100%? No, they're not. If the Lakers play like that, they're gonna we're gonna see them in the finals. I mean, it I don't care if they're the seventh seed and they've got to go win, you know, steal games on, on the road. I mean, defensively last night, they treated it like it was an NBA Finals, like, you know, game three. I mean, they they locked up. It made it very difficult for Devin Booker to get shots off. Um, you know, they did a really good job on DeAndre. And, um, and if, if, if Anthony Davis and, and LeBron are playing like that, and then you have the role players to kind of contribute – they are going to be a hard out. And then when you can add in the, the Chris Paul shoulder injury here, um, it's going to be hard. I mean, I had Phoenix winning this series in, in seven. Um, we'll see if this team can, can steal a game on, on the road. I think the hard part is that, you know, unlike some of these teams that played on a Sunday and then played on a, you know, had a, had a, you know, a gap of days off and, you know, playing on a Wednesday, I think the series goes back to L.A. Thursday night. So it's not much of a, of a time off for, for Chris to get healthy. Um, it's going to be really hard if he is, uh, if he's not, a, you know, at least 80% here. And you know, what's crazy about that is it's a first round playoff series, but I was making the case that maybe the Suns could give the Lakers the best shot. I mean, cause I was kind of buying into the Clippers, but they're clearly still a disaster. 
who in the West could you make a case for if LA's playing like this, if LeBron's healthy, AD's healthy, and Chris Paul doesn't come back? Um, because, you know, I was high on Utah. They're down 1-0 in their series against the Grizzlies. We all expect them to win. Who could you make the case for to give the Lakers the best run in the West right now, Bobby? I, I would say probably still Utah. I know they're down 1-0. I'm interested to see what, you know, with Donovan Mitchell playing tonight. I mean, we haven't seen him since mid, mid-April mid if, if he's on a minutes restriction. Um, you know, defensively, um, you know, that team is still one of the better teams in the league. And I think, you know, when they're not making shots, they're going to lose games like they did in in, in game one. So from a, from a roster standpoint, one to nine, um, it would be Utah. But, you know, of course, it comes with the health factor. And, and of course, it comes with, you know, playing like they did when uh, when Mitchell was healthy. With Bobby Marks, ESPN front office insider, this is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. The other game from last night, Bobby, uh, Br- Brooklyn in a route. It was over early. Most of the starters able to sit the entire fourth quarter. Now, the only case that I can make that the Celtics will be able to steal a game is that Charles Barkley said it's going to be a sweep. Can you make a case or are we going only four? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, we might maybe we get a gentleman sweep, and we and, and Boston can steal a, a game. I don't think they're going to steal a game three, maybe a game four, um, when you have a full capacity up uh, in in Boston here. I guess that's when the fans, more fans, will be allowed in, in the building here. But I don't know if you get to a game four, and then and Brooklyn has basically doubled them up again. I don't know what what is going to be left of this this Celtics team. I mean. You saw it in the second half in game one, you know, when Brooklyn did not play well at all in that first half, and then basically just come out of the gates um, in game two and put it away in, in, the, in the first quarter here, how how dangerous this team can, can be. And uh, with a Boston team that's got no Jalen Brown, you've got you know Jason Tatum, um, you know, misses most of the second half with a, you know, getting poked in the eye. Um, I, it's hard for me to think that um, – this series comes back to Brooklyn, but you never know. I mean, you never know if you can, if you can steal a game, um, a game, you know, three or four, but I think what we're seeing is that we're setting ourselves up for a Brooklyn Milwaukee second round, which could be, you know, one of the better series that we've seen in a long time. Yeah. And uh, if Atlanta takes game two tonight against the Knicks as a, as a slight underdog here, it'll feel like the entire Eastern conference is completely cashed of these three games tonight, Wizards, Sixers, Hawks, Knicks, Grizzlies, Jazz. uh, Which one do you you, uh, feel that you have the best grasp on what's going to happen? I would say probably Philly. I mean, I think for, you know, Washington has been a great story the whole year. Um, they're just, but Philly is so much of a better team. Um, when you have Tobias playing like he did in in Game One, and certainly with Embiid, and then the role players with you know Curry and, and Green, I just don't see Washington being able to match that consistently here. So I would say Philly. I think the New York game um, at New York Atlanta is going to be comparable. To, I think you know to what we saw in Game One, basically kind of going back and forth and. 
just a matter of kind of who makes shots at the uh, at the end of the game. And Bobby, uh, with that game with New York and Atlanta, do you think the Knicks have enough guys that can hit shots at the end of a game? A guy that could kind of go out and get his own bucket like Trey Young can, and if they do collapse on him, Bogdanovich obviously has been great. Do the Knicks have enough scoring? I don't think so. I think they're going to need to win it on the defensive end. I mean, that's kind of been their bread and butter all year. I think that's what, what you know, if, if they're going to rely on matching up with Young and, and um, Bogdanovic and Gallinari, DeAndre Hunter, I mean, they've got scores all over the place. And then you've got, you know, Clint Capella at center. Um, you know, it's, you're basically kind of relying on Burks, um, Randall, um, you know, and, um, you know, certainly Derek Rose made some shots here, but that's not how you're going to beat Atlanta. You're going to need to kind of muddy it up a little bit and rely on a defense that was, you know, one of the tops in the league this year. I wanted to get your thoughts on a couple of uh, these other series. Uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night, Denver and Portland, that series tied up at one game apiece. Who do you see coming out of that one? Well, on paper, it should be Portland, right? Just because of the, the, the backcourt in um, – you know, Denver being, you know, decimated. I mean, you've got no uh, Jamal Murray, certainly no um, P.J. Dozier, Will Barton, guys like that, and you're relying on, you know, Austin Rivers. But, I mean, um, Michael Malone did a great job, of, you know, uh, adjusting and putting Aaron Gordon on um, on Lillard. Um, it's Every game is a, mat, a matter of adjustments here, and I'm interested to see what Portland counters in, in game three. But, I mean, I'm so happy Jokic played at that level because I think people miss out on how great of a player he is. Um, and when you have an MVP that is going to be Jokic, that carries you in games here. So that that series is intriguing here. Um, Miami, Milwaukee, it's hard. You know, hey, you get humiliated on, at, in Milwaukee by 30-plus points. You know, that heat DNA is kind of, you know, uh, we rebound as far as coming back. Um well, it's interesting to see what kind of fight um, they have in a game three. And if not, then, um, as I said, this could be a, another short series. Another moment with Bobby Marks here on BetQL Daily. Grizzlies Jazz tonight. Uh, what have you heard about the health of Mitchell and what was going on behind the scenes uh, prior to game one? It's a, it's a bizarre situation just because um, he had been cleared. Um, he wasn't on – you know, I think the big thing was – if he was on the injured list or injury report as questionable or, you know, or game time decision, I think I'd have a better understanding of the, the reasoning behind it. Um, certainly when you are working with your own trainers and your rehab uh, people and you're not maybe aligned with what the organization's thinking is, and so it sets off a chain reaction that we saw on, um, on, on Sunday here. And it's, it's going to be interesting as far as, what his minutes are going to be tonight. Is it 20 minutes? Is it going to be 25 minutes? Um, if what happens if you do not get and you're, you're down 0-2 and you're going on, on, the, on the road, um, do, do those minutes expand? But, yeah, I mean, we went from you know, him out on Sunday night and then all of a sudden, like, 24 hours, he's cleared to play. So it is a little bit confusing. Um, I know Quinn Snyder's kind of danced around that the questions a little bit. I, you know, for yeah. an organization that kind of it has been spotless as far as how they run things, it's it's a it's a it's a bizarre situation. If uh, it, you know, it's interesting because these playoff series, even though it's just the first round, and we have a little bit more information with with some injuries, one or two games in these series. Uh, would you change your uh, an NBA Finals pick? Like, w would you say, "Oh boy, I, I think the Lakers are going to go all the way"? 
Well, I had the Lakers in the beginning of the year, but I picked Phoenix to win the series. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I'm all over the place here, but I mean, I hear you. Just watching, just watching the Lakers, and I know you know Game One was a, was a dud, and you know Aiton basically um, you know outplayed um, you know uh, Anthony Davis here. But watching the Lakers last night in a Game Two when their backs were against the wall, and it was a must-win situation. It's hard for me to think that there's another team that's going to come out of the Western Conference than them. I, it really is, and I think the, the East is just you know. I mean, I've I've had Brooklyn all along. I think you know. I think the East is just you know. Can Brooklyn get through Milwaukee? I mean, that's the big thing. That's going to be a heck of a series here. And um, you know, there's three teams that are worthy to to get out of that conference. Mm. I get it, Bobby. I think I changed my Western Conference pick about 13 times during the regular season, so I certainly understand. ESPN front office insider Bobby Marks at Bobby Marks 42 on Twitter. Thanks, Bobby. You're welcome. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I've been all over the place with the West as well. It's just all about the Lakers, and there were so many questions about them. So you kind of end up looking around, and Jazz had their run. Okay, maybe the Clippers. Yeah. Terrible finish. All right, we're going to go over today's MLB card next on the BetQL Audio Network.